Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura. You're listening to Izzy Rock on the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side. These are tales from the hard side, painted so vivid, kicking real life stories, not woven or knitted. Izzy Rock brings that rawness to all who listen, dropping heavy knowledge, knowledge, and sharing some wisdom. Going down that rough road only makes you tougher. It's a beautiful struggle. Sometimes we suffer. Let the people know you aren't in this alone. This talk is deep, it cuts down to the bone No fakeness here, this as real as it gets Hazardous on the mic, kick it live and direct Spread that vibe everywhere, all across the globe The idea's real simple, there's no secret code Reach out to the people, spread that positive energy Cause we're all looking for a little bit of serenity Whatever little part of this planet you live in These tales from the hard side are now transmitting Transmitting the hard side What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 307 of Tales from the Hard Side podcast. I'm Izzy Rock. I'm your host and producer. It's an audio diary of my life since 2012. Thank you for joining along for the ride. I appreciate it. I am also the host and producer of Gym City Podcast, a podcast all about Dayton, Ohio. I want to tell you to go check that out. We release three episodes a week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, which is really why you haven't seen um, Tales from the Hard Side updated since episode 306. It's because I've been busy. My son is graduating this weekend. My son, Christian, who I had on this podcast a long time ago talking about movies and whatnot, he is graduating this weekend. We have a graduation party for him. I can't wait to um, just, like tonight's my last night of work. When I'm recording this, it is Tuesday, May 15th, 2018. I'm going to release it either tonight or probably tomorrow, something like that. But yeah, good time, good time. Um, Being a dad is not easy, but it is fulfilling, it is rewarding, and it provides you with wisdom. And uh, sometimes teenagers are not the best communicators. And when teenagers become people in their early 20s and they lack the communication skills necessary to inform you what's going on instead of expecting you to read their mind, well, then, you know, maybe we could have a more productive world. And, uh, You know, sometimes when you're in your late teens, early 20s, and you think you know it all, you just think you're smarter than everybody else. You think you have more wisdom than everybody else. 
because you feel like you're becoming an adult and you feel like you know a lot, or at least that's what it seems. But deep down inside, most most of us, including teenagers, really feel like they don't have a clue what's going on. They don't have, and I, in fact, I think as you get older, the more wisdom that you gather, you realize that, that there's so much that you don't know, and it's uh, it becomes an interesting life journey. Anyway, enough rambling. TalkShoe, which I use to host Tells from the Hard Side podcast, lost 149 episodes before January 2015. So everything from April 2012 until December 2014 is not available on the podcast feed. And luckily, the Mike Pilot, he uh, he was a former co-host of the Mediocre Show. He also started the Awful Show. He did um, Full of Sith. Um, he did Obviously Oblivious. He is a podcasting legend. And back in the day, he helped create the Mediocre Radio Network. And I sent him a bunch of episodes of mine and had it posted. And so fortunately, he had those. And he sent those to me. So shout out to the Mike Pilot. Go check out all of his content. He's a good dude. Um, so I have those now, and I'm re- renaming the the files because some of the files look different. And, in fact, if you're starting a podcast, make sure you, as you're saving files and stuff, make sure you keep your folders nice, nice and neat, have everything organized so that you can go back and search for things if you need to and get a hard drive uh, and save your stuff. Because you never know, you want to look back on that one day and reflect on it, or whatever, do whatever you want to do. I got a subscription to Marvel Unlimited, and I've been reading Thanos Rising. It's a great story. You realize how bad of a character and a villain Thanos actually is. And, um, wow, he is, let's, let's just say that he had a fucked up childhood and mommy issues and um, that's what led him to be the person that he was. Uh, he had major issues and I saw the Avengers for a second time, Avengers, um, and it was great. Second viewing, I enjoyed it. Uh, go check it out if you haven't. Obviously, if you're listening to this and you're a geek and nerd and keep up with the pop culture stuff with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, then you've already seen it. So I proposed a discussion recently on Facebook. Was Thanos a better villain than Darth Vader? And I think Thanos is definitely the best villain that the Marvel Universe has had. Uh, Killmonger, he, he, he was a great villain. Um, I really have appreciated what the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been creating with their villains with Phase 3. Um, I love the Star Wars movie, movies. Uh, I even like the prequels. Uh, um, if they're on, I will watch them. I don't hate them. I know a lot of people hate them. I don't hate them. I liked them when I saw them in the theater, even though they weren't as good as the 
previous movies, I liked them. And a lot of the people that are watching Avengers now and haven't kept up with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they're confused. They don't appreciate this this movie because they they might not have seen Spider-Man Homecoming or Doctor Strange or some of the movies recently that you need to see to be able to know what's going on. It's like jumping in on a season finale of Game of Thrones and asking people, well, why is this person doing this? I'm not familiar with that. Um, and they just jump into it. They they really reward people who have watched all the films. But I would recommend going to see it a second time. Most definitely. Uh, second viewing, you, you really get rewarded. There's some gut punches. Like having to relive some of those some of those scenes in the movie where it's just chaos and destruction and it doesn't go how you know you would hope it would go but i kind of like you want to see a movie where the bad guy wins every so often it's nice to see a shift every so often because the stakes become higher and how high do the stakes go that's the thing about the marvel cinematic universe like, how high do the stakes go before they just start rebooting everything? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested where they're taking the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the next 20 to 30 years. Just think about that. For the next 20 or 30 years, they're going to map out all these movies to the point where you're never going to be able to watch all the movies to understand all the backstory wow just to think in 10 years how many how many marvel movies will be out there for people to have watched how many kids are growing up right now how many five-year-olds are, are seeing the avengers and seeing these characters on screen and it's shaping their wor worlds just like it shaped mine and i was just reading the comic books i was creating these stories in my head can't imagine having a child see some of that stuff on the screen like i mean the movies that i saw back in the day like like star wars and movies like that really blew me away so i can't even imagine what some of these movies are doing to some of these kids it's such a glorious time to live if you're a star wars fan if you're um, unless you don't like the new star wars universe which uh, my buddy Work Frank, he doesn't appreciate what, what Disney has been doing, at least for the last movie. And, you know, that's he's definitely entitled to his his opinion. Um, speaking of movies, uh, by, by the way, just think of there's going to be a day when there's going to be a whole place where you can go that's a Star Wars universe. Whether it's VR or something like that, or the Marvel Universe, where you walk into these rooms and you're surrounded by these battles that they're having on the screen. Like, could you imagine being in, in the middle of that? And Ah, the, the VR of that? That's going to be a great time. By the way, have you guys seen previews for Bohemian Rhapsody yet? The trailer came out today. And um, Rami, Rami Malik, 
I think that's how you say his name. I'm not quite sure. Remy Malik. He plays Freddie Mercury in this um, music biopic. And I, some of my favorite movies are music biopics. The Doors. I fucking love The Doors. It was one of my favorite movies. Um, I know Pink, The Wall's not a biopic per se, but seeing a movie like that back in the day, I, I loved... Um, I forget what the movie was called, but the movie about uh, Notorious B.I.G. I actually like that. Uh, Straight Outta Compton was great. Uh, uh, Walk the Line. I think it was Walk the Line. The one with Johnny Cash. Man. I have too much info in my head. Too much. You guys get to the point where you feel like you got too much info in your head? So Walk the Line was probably my favorite music biopic. Um, because I'm a huge Johnny, Johnny Cash fan. So I love Queen. Um, I've been a big fan of theirs for, for a while. I was listening to them in the eighties and when a lot of people in the metal and punk community really didn't appreciate Queen, I was jamming to their tapes in my room and, uh, just appreciating them. When Wayne's World came out and Bohemian Rhapsody blew up again and then everybody was back loving Queen, it was uh it was it was a good time. Good time. So I saw a movie called Bad Samaritan and it is uh, I used my movie pass which uh there's a lot of issues with movie pass that people are not liking. There's a lot of um shifting within the company itself um but i I use my movie pass to see bad samaritan and it's got um and this is minor spoilers if you don't if you want to watch bad samaritan just fast forward like 20 to 30 seconds so a young valet breaks into a man's home and discovers a terrified woman who's chained and gagged after notifying the police he soon becomes the target of the psychopath's wrath as he tries to rescue the victim that he left behind. And this has David Tennant in it. If you're a big Doctor Who fan, um, which I'm not. I've never really gotten in Doctor Who. But David Tennant was on Doctor Who. He was also on the first season of Jessica Jones that I loved. Love Jessica Jones. Glenn Kenny of the New York Times says the storyline, not to mention the trappings of wealth, make Bad Samaritan feel like a tribute to the cheesy, deluxe, House of Guilty Mirrors thrillers of the 80s and 90s. I, w- I would agree. Eh, okay. Paul Assey of Plugged In says Bad Samaritan is a bad film, one that if we came across on the side of the road, we might do well to walk on by. It is forgettable. It is a forgettable movie. Um, Jeffrey Anderson of Common Sense Media says the idea behind the thriller isn't terribly fresh or original, but it works well enough thanks to Sheehan's relatable, believable, flawed hero and Tennant's terrifying psychopath. And David Tennant is a terrifying psychopath. He was great in Jessica Jones, and he is kind of scary in this. Um, So, yeah, just wait till this comes on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. 
Um, I'm also checking out Superstore. I watch some of the TV I watch on a on a regular basis. So let's say I'm relaxing before work and I'm catching up on my shows. These are the shows that I've been watching. Superstore. I don't know why I like Superstore. It kind of reminds me of The Office in, in a way. This latest reboot or restart or continuation of Roseanne. I hate laugh tracks on a TV show. But this season of Roseanne, it, it works for me. I get excited about watching the show when I see it pop up on my Hulu. And I've been enjoying it. I know it's gotten a lot of bad publicity because she's a Trump supporter in the show. and But they don't really talk about that too much. The first episode, yeah. But... The rest of the season, if you liked Roseanne back in the day, it's pretty much Roseanne today with her kids. And it, it's pretty wild watching a show that you grew up on with those people who are now adults. And they're not like some of the characters are not the greatest actors, but it's okay because you, you, you turn your brain off and you just, you just enjoy the ride, just enjoy the the novelty and just sit back and remember, remember when you used to like Roseanne? Um, it's good. I like it. Silicon Valley just wrapped up uh, with their season finale. And I oh, love the show. It's on HBO. If you haven't watched Silicon Valley, it is one of the best comedies on TV. Currently on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 98%. And, um, I wonder what season this is. I don't want to search for it. I'm searching for it, but I don't want to search for it. You know what I'm saying? I just came from getting a health assessment. Um, my glucose is a little high. Uh, by the way, I'm having a hard time getting back on the keto diet. Just a hard time. Um, my discipline is not there. Oh, it just finished the fifth season. Um, but. Yeah, go check out. That's a binge-worthy show, Silicon Valley, if you haven't watched it. That's a binge-worthy show if you haven't watched it. Silicon Valley, definitely binge-worthy. So Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, has taken over the the world with his stand-up comedy, his music, his acting, his... I mean, he wrote Atlanta. He is acting in Atlanta. I think he's won some awards. And he released a new song that um, it's called This Is America. And it is a piece of art. It is one of those videos that requires multiple viewings. And uh, <laughs> this week... His album sales rose 419%. This is America's the number one track on Billboard Hot 100, which these days, some people, that doesn't matter. I mean, if you go look at the Billboard Top 100, I think Post Malone just broke the Beatles record for most singles in the top whatever. Um, nothing to 
taking away nothing from Post Malone, but he's not the Beatles. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like Post music. I like him as a person, but it's definitely not the Beatles level. And I think Post would tell you that. So the Billboard Top 100 is kind of skewed these days. It's definitely a lot of hip-hop on there. Um, hip-hop has taken over, which, I, you know, everything comes in cycles. But Donald Glover, man, I really like this song, This Is America. And I know some people don't like the song. They like the video. I mean, there's all sorts of videos pointing out the behind the scenes of what's going on and all the pieces of the video, all of what he's trying to tell you or your interpretation of what he's trying to tell you. There's a lot of dancing going on. And in the background, there's a lot of chaos. Um, there's just symbolism within the video that's really powerful. Watching the video, I had that same reaction that I had when I watch a great film. And I watch something that you know is going to be a cultural benchmark for a generation. And This Is America, I think, is... is like I don't think that's too uh, too much hyperbole to say I don't think so I think uh, what he's what he's doing with music I know I became a big fan of the his last album and then really that's when that's when I got to know the the music of childish Gambino oh shit gotta go get a haircut did you hear that gotta go get my beard trimmed in a half an hour, I have to be at an appointment to get my beard trimmed. <sighs> but anyway, so go check out This is America by Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. He is a triple threat right now. Um, go check out the video of the lady who was harassing the two black dudes barbecuing. And then she becomes... A victim of harassment in a way where she really has a breakdown. And uh, she was definitely, should have minded her own business and got what she, I don't know if she got what she deserved. Uh, She's definitely getting some notoriety in a really negative way. And I can't imagine what that does to a person's soul and what that does to a person's um, psyche. So, anyway... Word of the day, extra. Extra. Are you guys aware of this word? Word of the day in the Urban Dictionary? Extra. Over-the-top, excessive, dramatic behavior. Way too much. Robert's behavior was extra when he refused to accept Anna's apology. So, extra is, is the new word of the day that I love. I love when a word pops up like extra. It pops up in the lexicon of people using it. I appreciate it. Anyway, I'm just rambling at this point. I tried to get my son, the one who's graduating, tried to get him on the podcast. Wanted to talk to him, but he did not want to do a podcast with me. And that little rant at the beginning of the podcast wasn't necessarily about Christian. It might have been about other people who I have to come in contact with 
that don't live in my house. <laughs> so, yeah. Man, dealing with coworkers or people that you work with and you have to work with them and their communication skills are not the best. It's not good. Sometimes not good. Anyway, take care of, of yourself. I'm going to take you out of here with, uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, my son, he's been playing rugby. He, um, man, it's rugby's brutal. He's, he recovered from the concussion that he got. Uh, he played again. We played with Roe down in Cincinnati. It looked like a university. Um, but man. So here we are. All right. I'm going to go out with a song from the band Viceroy Kings. It's a song called Burnt, Broke, and Busted. <laughs>
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.